I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this is PG and I'm down to dunk. Welcome to Down to Dunk. Coming host hey. Schlecht. Uh, we had a technical difficulty this morning with our tripod, and I'm super duper miffed about it. But we're going to make it up to you guys by answering literally every Twitter question that you guys threw at us. Which means that we're going to answer, try to answer 66 questions tonight. I've got Jay on the line. Hello. I've got Taylor on the line. Hello. And we're all exhausted, but we're going to make this happen because we love you this much. Yeah, you deserve it, people. So hey, before here, we get started, let me yeah. let me tell you about Anthem Brewing Company. Yes, please, um, for the one love of, of everything. Yes. Li- lifelong sponsors. They are just incredible people with incredible products. You have Golden One, obviously, is their flagship beer. Okay, Taylor. Uh, you have... <laughs> Even when you're not meaning to, Taylor, your dogs interrupt the ad. Uh, Arjuna, but I'm telling you what is the perfect beer for this season is their Uroboros Stout. It is delicious. It is a great bodied beer with an incredible finish. And here's what you want to do is you want to go to their tap room because at their tap room, they have special variations of each one of their flagship beers. And so you can go to Uroboros Stout right wow. now. I'm just going to guess that over the course of the next few weeks, you're going to be able to get an Ouroboros with a little bit of coffee in it. You're going to get a little Ouroboros with a little bit of bourbon barrel um, aging going on. And I'm telling you, you can only find these things when you go to the tap room. So check out anthembrewingcompany.com and go check them out this weekend. Supports people with support down the dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see? They do very cool events. Did you see the the skateboard like painting event they did last night? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, it's for uh, Rider IPA, which is also available uh, now. Which is a double ooh, yes, hopped Rider IPA. IPA. Ooh. Very cool. Very cool can. Also support Oklahoma Shirt Company, so you can go get the shirt of the month. You can do this online. You can do it in store. They have a location downtown. Shirt of the month. A shirt delivered to your doorstep every month, Oklahoma themed. It's very cheap, ten dollars plus fees. It's ridiculously cheap. A soft shirt, a cool shirt, every single month. Then plus, you can get literally anything you want made, including our very own down to dunk hats are being made by them right now. You can pre-order them on our page. Go to our Twitter page. We'll tweet that link out. But if you want a down to dunk hat, you can purchase them there, uh, and you can really get anything you want because Oklahoma Shirt Company just yeah. does it all. Jerseys, shirts, sweatpants, underwear, socks, all of it. You, If you have a holiday party coming up this uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving or Hanukkah season, uh, my son has been singing this Hanukkah song for uh, his Christmas or their holiday play. Anyway, so I'm really stuck on that song. But uh, if you have any sort of things coming up this Christmas or holiday season, and you need 
um, any sort of apparel for your family. You want to do 10 shirts to celebrate Christmas or whatever it is you want to celebrate. Check out OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Supports people to support us again with an incredible sponsor in Oklahoma Shirt Company. Okay. And now, all your questions on our Twitter page. Here we go. This first one is from at D underscore Ray. Everyone, I'm nervous. Well, don't be nervous. Just, just, just listen. Everyone likes to focus. Can, oh my gosh, can Taylor. You hear me? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I'm back. I'm back. I have changed okay. headphones, man. Okay. Oh, you sound so much better. Oh, does it good? Oh, I mean, like a thousand percent better. Okay. At D underscore Ray, everyone likes to focus on what Russ is wearing to each game. But Steven Adams wears flip-flops with his face on them. So I ask, who is the real fashion expert on the Thunder? Okay, so I actually know the story behind this. Somebody gave Steven Adams these flip-flops that has his face on them. Like two years ago. And he wears them to this day. And he is one of the weirdest millionaires in the world because he doesn't spend any money. Like he has an abundance of money, obviously, because everyone knows. I mean, how how often is it that you know exactly how much somebody makes? Well, NBA players, you know exactly how much they make every year. And you know what? He only wears shoes that people give him. <laughs> you know so, what that makes me think? We should have made a Stephen Adams chicken fried rice shirt. He may have worn it. If I gave I, it to him, he would, wear it. he would have worn it every time. Every how day. big does how big does it have to be? How big you think he is? I don't know. 3X? I don't That's know. It? He probably wears like a, a 3X tall, though. Yeah, I'm about to say. It's probably an XLT, to be honest with you. Yeah. You he's think not, he's, he's not, so wide, though, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, he's not like he's wide from front to back. It's wide side no, to side. No, that's true. He's I bet a, it's so hard for them to find clothes that fit. Andrew, he's a giant. you consider yourself a real reporter. I don't. I have a full expectation that you will ask that question tomorrow. Hey, Steve. Hey, buddy. What's that shirt you wear? Oh, hey, they're in Phoenix tomorrow, man. Dang it. Yep. All right. Benelephant King wants to know, I think Jeremy Grant needs more attention. Even if he's not a 40% three-point shooter, he is such a useful player and seems to mesh well with the team, especially Paul George. How big was the trade and re-signing of Jeremy Grant Taylor? Uh, Jeremy Grant Taylor. I didn't know that was his last name as well. Um, I think it's a really big deal. I hated it when it started. Um, but evidently, Sam Presti knows how to pick good players, except for Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. But this thing has become a really big deal. Jeremy Grant now is the starting power forward on a team that has really good chemistry and it's meshing well. And they're, what, eight and one in their past nine games? And that's ba- when did Jeremy Grant start? Uh, start. He so started against the, Celt- against the Celtics. So there are two. Uh, they're two and nine since he started. Nine Wait. and two. Nine and two oh, since okay. he started. Sorry. Yeah. Nine and two, and you can tell when you watch the starters. Even the other the other night, I think it was against Phoenix when Phoenix started catching back up, and all those starters went in, and how easily they just retook control of that game and built up the lead again. Uh, he just it's it's great to have him on this team and he fits perfectly right now as long as he's hitting threes he fits perfectly mm-hmm. and even well, if he's not i mean he he's just i think what ben elephant king was getting at is that the way he fits defensively the style of play is so perfect for yeah, the squad yeah. 
and he he's super underrated. I don't think people talk about him enough. Uh, I think people should. Everyone wants to talk about Pascal Siakam, but I think that people should talk about Jeremy Grant probably just as often. So you think it has to do with Siakam's name, though? Uh, I mean, it's an incredible name. It, it's one of the better names in the entire NBA. Yeah. Zach Lowe it, did mention Grant for like one second on his podcast with Howard Beck. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty close to being a breakout player. And smart people, it's not trendy for smart people to say something nice about any Oklahoma City Thunder player. Like it, does, like it's cool so to talk about some guy on the Raptors, right? Because these smart people have thought the Raptors. Oh, look at the Raptors, Demar, Demar Rose, <laughs> and now it's. The, I was he's, about to stop myself, and I was like, ah, no, okay. I know. I'm still anymore. mad about that. I'm still I'll, mad about the past six years, but um, but yeah, it's cool to say something about some up and coming player on the Bucks or the Raptors or one of these other teams, but OKC is just not in that category for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, at D underscore Ray, what's your Diallo moment? Doing something publicly that just didn't go the way you intended. So this is the Diallo uh, <laughs> windmill dunk into the backboard to Abdel Nader's hands. What uh, what's similar that you've done, Jay? Oh gosh, what have I? Well, I mean, the first story I have is I I had this moment when I was in high school. And this is, I mean, twenty years ago. But I was one of the captains on the football team, and so they gave us this chance to say something at uh, the pep rally. And I was really excited. I had all of this played off in my head. Like, I was just going to say, it was West. And so I was just going to say, beat West. And I came up there, and I, or beat the Wolves or something. I can't remember who it was. And I got up there, and I said, I got two words for you all. Let's go, Pirates. Come on, we can beat Wolves tonight. <laughs> <laughs> people are like two two words uh, so that was probably the one that sticks out the most to me is like that was the worst <laughs> you said 10 words yeah i, I mean two words for you i got two words for you here's a full paragraph <laughs> My- that is funny Mine is definitely when I dressed up as Schmeagle and looked nearly naked, and no one thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> um, okay, but Elephant King, another question. It's a well-known fact that Westbrook is terrible to play with, and everyone gets better when they leave. So, I need to know, why is Russell choosing to punish Mello but not allowing him to be better? Why is he continued to wield his power even now it just seems mean at this point there's a lot of shade being thrown here total shade a lot of sarcasm by a a benelephant king uh at the underscore ray will this roster at the will this be the roster at the end of the year in the beginning of the season it seemed likely Presti would try to make another roster trade uh in the season but the team is playing well and russ and dre still need to be implemented back into the rotation do you think that is still the case? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, what what else would you like to add to this team? I guess shooting. But if if yeah. Alex Sabrinas can keep playing this many minutes and pick up his shooting percentages, because it looks like he's playing well. He's not hurting. When you watch, he's passing the eye test. But his percentages still aren't really um, up to where you'd like them to be, right, for, for our role players. Like he's shooting 33% from three and 35% overall. 
Um, so I guess shooting would be it. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it just depends on what the opportunities are, too. If there's a, a way to improve this roster where another team is tanking and they want to get assets and Thunder could throw them a player and some young players and a pick and they can get back a really good player, they're going to do it. Uh, but as of now, I mean, they're not desperately looking for something. I think they like their roster, but I mean, if you're the Thunder, you have to know also that you're not truly competing for a championship right now. And if you can mm-hmm. move yourself closer to that, you, you'll do it. And Sam won't be shy about that. So, I mean, I, I think to his, to who, to Dylan Ray, to his point, that the roster now looks better today than we thought it did at the beginning of the season. Because you have a guy like Hamadou Diallo and Terrence Ferguson that look like guys that can belong in a rotation, which we didn't really know before the season started. Uh, but now, I, I mean, I still think that you'll have like a, a TLC that may get moved uh, for maybe a second round pick or something. So, I mean, some kind of move would be made, but I don't, I don't know that they need a big roster shakeup or anything. Yeah, like of, of anyone that's actually playing, though, it's hard to see why we would trade them and who we would even trade them for because they're either not that yeah. big of a piece to bring back something that's worth anything, or they're kind of already the 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 10 to 15 minute a player uh, a minute night player that we would want to bring back anyway. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, From at Trey Witzel, imagine sports didn't exist. What are the thunder players doing for a career? Jay pick one thunder player. Oh gosh. Oh, no pressure. Um, Paul George. Okay. What would he be doing? Uh, That's an easy one. That's, he would be a he'd be an angler, man. He'd be fishing professionally. That's a sport. That's a sport. Sports Can't don't do exist. One. Oh. Okay, that's a sport, huh? Yeah, totally. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Maybe so, he'd be an Asian food chef. Ooh, that would be good. I could see him working at a restaurant. That'd be good. <laughs> maybe some maybe some Paul George fried rice. It's a special <laughs> brand. uh i don't know man that's hard i don't have a clue i don't know enough about these guys i have no freaking idea jay come on okay uh dennis Schroeder is a fighter pilot good god what (laughs) what Hmm? do you think that because of his like uh you think of his hair having a streak in it i don't know and for it's some just, reason, that signals fighter pilot. I can just it's see just, him wearing, wearing the helmet with the uh, the little microphone in front of his face, and giving the thumbs up. So it's really <laughs> it's really just like, what do you want to make? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Jay. I mean, this is not okay. a real question of what actually would happen. So don't you're putting too much pressure. Oh yeah, on yourself. I think I think I think Paul George would be a. Uh, I think he'd be the president of the United States. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Thank you. Thank you. Russell Westbrook would be a model. I wonder if Russell Westbrook would even get like muscly enough. Here's the weird thing is if sports don't exist, all these guys are going in so many different areas that we would never expect them to go now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Wow. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) I mean, Steven Adams would still be in New Zealand. Maybe in yeah, movies. Doing yeah, he'd be like a a farmer. 
Yeah, he probably would just be a farmer. At Brooks D. Walker, are <laughs> chips an appropriate ingredient of a sandwich, or must they remain on the side, Taylor? I think they're great on a sandwich. Yep. I think chips, they add, now you can't go too crazy. Like, I'm not putting Doritos on a some kind of egg yeah, sandwich, you know what I mean? But would you put original Lay's on an egg sandwich? Yes. What's so funny is how much, like, we have had these exact conversations the earlier this morning and they all have somehow fallen into the same exact rhythm. Like, you know what we talked about this morning, original lays and how they're, and they're just like, not, <laughs> nobody cares about lays except for when you put them on sandwiches. They're perfect on a sandwich because they just provide more salt to the sandwich and a nice texture and not a flavor that overpowers the rest of the sandwich. It's the perfect sandwich chip. At Chance Patton 2-1. You think Mello's next stop is the big three? Jay, you're the Mello expert. I think Mello's <laughs> next stop is the China League. The China, the China? League. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're quite the expert. I don't know. It sounds racist to call it the China League, even though it's like it's not right. Or were you being racist? No, I was not being racist. Nor would I say. Oh yeah, you're right. I was being racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's hard to. It. I cannot come up with a team that makes sense for him to land on. I mean, can you an NBA team? What's what team makes sense for him? Well, the there's thing, there's like no team the, that makes sense for him. The team that makes sense for him isn't going to be a good team. Like, well, name like, one, name one, anyone. I don't heat, care which one. The Heat. The Heat. Why would why would the Heat sign him? Well, I don't know. What else are they going to do? They're going to be like fine, and they could use shooting, I guess. And Dwayne Wade loves Mello. Yeah, but does Mello provide shooting? Melo doesn't provide anything to anyone, but if you have to pick something, it's like that's a team that would give Melo minutes, regardless of if he's playing well or not. I just don't know that they would. I don't know, man. They don't. They, they, don't they, really want, they want to win games. Depth. They want to win games, and they have a they have a lot of depth. Like the Heat, what the Heat have is depth, if anything, right? Like they need like actual good players. Like Melo wouldn't play for the Heat. He's not in good enough shape to play for the Heat. I don't know. I think you think the Heat are deeper than they are. I'm about to go look at their roster. What but what other teams, Jay, could you see? You have all? to have a certain body fat percentage to even play for them. You think <laughs> Melo's going to go? And, I mean, I'm serious. I like, know. I just, I just don't think he could actually play for them. Like, physically, could not go play for them. Like, they wouldn't allow him to play because of his body fat percentage. Yeah, so that's a that's a real thing. It is a real thing. Okay, so would he play over Olenek? No. no. Would he play over Winslow? No. Would he play over Magruder? No. He's been no. good. Would he James, play over... James Johnson? No. Well, has James Johnson been playing? Or is he's he still hurt. hurt? He's hurt still, but... I mean, Melo won't play on that team. I just, yeah, I, 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 I just can't come up with a team where he'd play. I cannot do it. Because he's not going to go to a tanking team. No. And nor, nor should a tanking team even want him. I think he's done. 
I that's kind of the thing is there's no team that plays in a way in which it makes sense for Melo to to have minutes. Yeah, because that that team that that style that league doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing is important to remember, like it also doesn't fit what Melo wants to do. Even if there was like a horrible team that was like, yeah, we'll play Melo because you know maybe he brings in somebody which he doesn't. Uh, or, or whatever, like, in the end, it's just like, what does Melo want to do? You know? I think that's the biggest question. And and I think Melo wants to play on a championship contending team. Yeah, yeah but and he won't. And, it, and nobody will pick him up that's a championship contending team. Not even a team that's a contender for the playoffs. You yeah. Say until the Jazz pick him up. I think he's done. Are the Man, Wizards going to pick him up? That would be the other team, just because they're like, hey, we're so dysfunctional. Just throw another one in there. Who cares? Oh, yeah. They think Jeff Green's a star. What do you think they think of Mello? <laughs> I mean, that would be, honestly, the most ideal situation for him. The Wizards? Yeah. Yeah. He'd fit right in with Jeff Green, Austin Rivers, Dwight Howard. <laughs> I mean, it's just... God, it's about I the only place happens, he. Will, it's about the only place that he could go. Yeah, I think we figured it out. He's just not good anymore. I just don't know who would want him. Okay, from at g underscore h three eight n. What are your thoughts on Russ starting the trend of rocking the baby, Taylor? I think it's awesome, and it's making me. It, it's cool how quickly it's spread because it's in the NFL now. NFL yeah. players are doing it now. NCAA, um, NFL. Yeah, everyone is. Um, I think it's cool, but it also makes me mad. Like the hipster side of me is like, hey man, you don't even you don't even know where that came from. <laughs> Russ did that. Russ made that up because he has a baby. You don't even have a reason to do that. I like it. I think it's hilarious because I think it's it, cool. it just has to do with like, like catching a football or go into the rack on somebody that's smaller than you and then you're just literally calling them a baby. <laughs> you yeah, are a baby. Yeah, did it the other day. On it's the a, like people are doing it on their on the bench like as a celebration for their teammates now. Did crazy. he did Russ start that, I guess? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, where else did you see it beforehand? I mean, like with the child. <laughs> Matt Landry Franks. <laughs> If Cantor were ever to return, would he fit the current roster, or is he just better cheering for us in the playoffs, Jay? Exactly. He does not fit on this roster. Yeah. I like, I, I mean, I guess it's it, it, fine. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Let's be done with that. At Chathamus, 33. One, the rift in Golden State persists or worsens, and OKC continues to gel. Is it crazy to believe the Thunder could be a legitimate threat to overthrow the evil dynasty of Golden State? Two, how fun is this season? Taylor, answer question number one. Uh, I don't, if Golden State continues to play like this, uh, I think I think Oklahoma would have a chance of beating them. Just because we're playing so cohesively and with such great chemistry, I think that uh, that plus talent would kind of catch up and, and even us out with Golden State because they are just not deep. And if those starters are not playing well together, and if this keeps happening, I don't know. They're pretty susceptible to losing. Oh, bold take. Jay? That's spicy. I think uh, the Thunder have a great chance 
to take them to six games <laughs> or five. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I need to see it to believe it on all fronts with the Thunder and with the Warriors. Now, and that's not saying I'm not saying that that everything is fine in Golden State. Like they have, I think there's legitimate things going on that they have to work through. I mean, the more and more reports that you hear about what's coming out, Taylor, have you heard those reports? <laughs> like what they've said? Like, give me an, I mean, I've heard a lot of things. I don't know if there's something new that I don't know about. So or I can't been say buried yes underground. I mean, well, I know what's going on. Well, Draymond is, <laughs> Draymond is basically one of the most recent one I heard is that Draymond was also saying like, just get the F out of here. You know, he said, like he said Kevin, you're a B and you know you're a B word and you need to leave because we don't need you. We won without you. We don't need you. Can you like if you're Kevin Durant, you leave your team to go to this other team because they want you there. And then they're like, we never needed you. We know we never needed you from the start. We won without you. Get out of here already. We got what we needed from you. That crap is harsh. It's really it, harsh. Well, and but you know also what? true. It's so true. They didn't hate him. True. My gosh, they never like, I, it irritates me so badly that all these podcasts, it's like Zach Lowe, and everybody's like, "Well, I really don't think they would have won the championship in whatever year without Kevin Durant." It's like, I, give me a freaking break. They won seventy three games, and the only reason that they lost is because Draymond Green was just a big idiot. And they would, they should have won that final series easily. And then people are like, "Well, that LeBron team that next year would have run. Well, they would have really be, give me a break. Like everybody, shut up. Like it's just like it's it's ridiculous to think that that seventy three win team. Well, they really needed Kevin Durant. Like how far? I need to stop my statement. How much are you just in cahoots with the Warriors and talking to them? And like convinced that, oh yeah, you know what? We just, you know, we just really needed Kevin, and we just really need him now. Like, give me a break! Like, you don't need Kevin Durant. That's ridiculous. And it's and stupid. they know it. They know it. And they it takes it. A, yeah. What's yeah. crazy though is how they've somehow Zach Lowe has convinced themselves that that 2017 Cavs team was like a juggernaut. <laughs> I know. It's so stupid. Like LeBron like, was LeBron awesome. Was. Yeah. LeBron was awesome. Like Kyrie. Was pretty. I think Kyrie's a little overblown in everybody's minds, um, but they there was no way that that Cavs team was beating that Warriors team. I don't care if they have Kevin Durant or Harrison Barnes. Like that Warriors team was going to roll them. All right, next question at Seth Nix. Top five hole in the wall restaurants in OKC. Just give me one that you like, Taylor. Tanatai. Oh my gosh! Yes, Jamon. Oh, I have to, um, man, can I, <laughs> so I used to work at, it's, it's the same shopping center. We used to work at a little tiny place called Papadillo's and I love that freaking place. It's a hot spot for hole in the walls right there, man. It is, yeah. man. That's uh, a hole in the wall hot spot. There was this place in Yukon <laughs> called Sid's Diner. Um, yeah. is it a onion burger place? Yeah. It's no longer there anymore, but I think there's one in like there's El Reno still. Yeah. There yeah. Is. Uh, it's super good. Super hole in the wally. Uh, favorite '90s sitcom from at Johnny Ho thirty four. Jay. Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay, Taylor. Does that count? Is that a sitcom? 
Yeah. It's a situational comedy. There were situations that were comical. Yes. <laughs> I've never heard it broken down like that. I guess that's true. Uh, mine, mine is Friends. I've just watched it so much. It's just so nostalgic and comforting to watch now. Okay. Uh, me is Family Matters. What about Full House? Do you all Full House people? Of no. course. Uh, Johnny Hill 34 also wants to know, how does Howard Beck hate the city jerseys? I'll just address this real quickly. Hey, Howard, so I listen, okay. Howard Beck literally has beef, bad blood, whatever, with the Thunder. Period. With Russell Westbrook, with the Thunder. It's real. He has bias. Anything that's Thunder related, Howard Beck won't like it. Doesn't matter if they wore jerseys that had Howard Beck's face on it that said, what up, Beck, in really awkward tone or whatever. There's no way he'd like it. No way. Did you guys I, I wanna I wanna gossip a little bit about the Zach Lowe, Howard Beck kind of stuff. Yeah, we did you see this that? this morning? Go oh, ahead. did you? Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna talk about how that Max Kellerman low post was so bad. It was terrible. And then then I think that they knew it was so bad that he just was like, Howard Beck, come in. We need to release a podcast immediately. And they talked about the same things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, well, that- the rundown was the same. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that is 100% true. I also can't bring myself to like Howard Beck. Me neither. I don't think he's he's likable. It's not just a Thunder thing. I don't know. The forced what up Beck stuff is not cool or funny or what it's they intended to be. It's just awkward and cringy. And that's all it is. Yep. I agree. And I, and I love Zach Lowe, and I think that he's the best analyst out there, and his podcast is my very favorite NBA podcast. Yeah, But the What Up so Beck ex- stuff is weird. I get so excited about his stuff, and then it's just Max Kellerman and Howard, not Howard Beck. Yeah, Howard Beck. Yeah, it's Howard yeah. Beck. Yeah. Anyway, it was fine. He, he didn't say, he just, he didn't say he didn't like all of them. He just... You know, I think he's one of those guys. So here's the thing about Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman is the guy that's like, all you have to say is if you say it and just believe it, then and say it like it's the absolute truth. And if you disagree, you're a big dumb dumb, then it's true. Right. Or it's the right way to say it. It's like and then Howard Beck is like the guy that's like, I can't be for anything. And so I'm going to be just kind of contrary to everything. Yeah. And that sucks too. Both of them suck. <laughs> and Zach Lowe's incredible. And it's yeah. like, hey man, just have Kevin Arnovitz on. Or Oh, I know. I love every time Arnovitz is on, it's so good. Just have freaking Brian Windhorse. Because his podcast, I also I don't want to dog everybody else's podcast. That's not what I'm trying to do here. But what I am trying to do is let you know that hey, Hoop Collective we're doing a Skype interview at 10:50, and our audio sounds better than the crap you put out. Like you work for ESPN, everybody get in a studio. I you will give them a break. All those people are like across the country. No, they were all in LA. I don't take this crap lightly. I'm trying to mute you right now, but I can't. Also, do it. also, we're recording this at 10 at night because our audio was so bad this morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't endorse Jay's. Uh, hey Jay, Jay's you know going there. Going back to the so, earlier I, question of Hamadou Diallo. The, uh, 
This is my. Uh, this, this is your Diallo moment. This is it. I, I listened to the Jackie McMullen one, and I was like, "What is happening? Why does this sound so bad?" But even Windhorse, who it seems like is in studio, didn't sound great. I was like, "What are y'all doing?" Any, I just, anytime it, you do more than three or four people on Skype, that you can never get anything to sound wonderful. Yeah, just, I guess that's just the reality of it. Yeah, I guess, man. Whatever. Oh, it's, just tr- it's just true. Um, at Trey Witzel, I'm going to be a dad. I need dad advice. Taylor, Taylor. what do you got for me? Well, um, I gave you this advice earlier, Andrew. If you need your kids to go to bed, give them a bunch of Ambien uh, and then lock the door. And that's Scott McGregor, your- <laughs> what, what if this Markel Fultz shooting thing is an elaborate marketing stunt for the upcoming Space Jam 2, and he's actually just the greatest actor ever. Yeah, Jay. you wish. You wish, Philly. Mm-hmm. You stupid dum-dums. If you yeah. could have put Markel Fultz in a trade for Kawhi Leonard, you dumb. You dumb. You're so dumb. Do we know? Is that true? Do we know yeah. that's true? I just reported it. Okay. Um, from at <laughs> Mammoth Miller. Did you so find- dumb. Did you so find dumb. the Bloody Mary concept to be lazy? Oh. Bloody Mary bar concept to be lazy or cool you know AF? You would, <laughs> you remember, did y'all ever do it where you would say, have to say Bloody Mary like three times and the lights off in the bathroom and then like you would turn them on and then there'd be like a lady named Bloody Mary behind you? Did you ever remember that? Yes. Um, if you did it now... You'd still get a little scared about it. You'd still like. There's like five percent of you that's like, this is gonna be the time it happens. Like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many times you've passed. You're still okay. a little scared. Okay, so Mammoth Miller wants to know your thoughts on the Bloody Mary bar concept. Um, I've never had a Bloody Mary in in my life, nor do I really understand the bar concept but i do know luke's answer to this question it was he loves it and he doesn't respect anyone who doesn't love it uh mammoth miller thinks that it's a waste of money and that you could just stay home and make the same thing but for much less money yeah basically the whole premise is that part of the money that you're spending for the bloody mary which is is that they would make it with their expertise and not just so it's like you know like there used to be a restaurant what is called- the shuffling of paper what's going on oh, sh- is that you, Jay? No. So there used to be a restaurant called You Are Cooks. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be this restaurant called You Are Cooks on Northwest Expressway. And they would just bring out raw meat and they would put it there and you would cook it on this little flat grill in front of you. Wow, they didn't even try to hide that they were like making you cook your food. You yeah. are cooks was the name. You are cooks, man. Northless Expressway. I really respect that. Actually, that's yeah, the way to go. Like, if you're gonna do it. Hey, I went to they're Shogun like the other night. You guys been to Shogun lately? Oh yeah. Did they make you cook your own food? No, but it's the worst. Oh shut I'm up! Punch you in the mouth. I went the other night. It's the absolute worst. Why? You're the absolute worst. The food is Thank not you. good. The food is not good. There was nothing good about it. What did uh, you get? I'm shocked and appalled. 
We'll talk. You, we can talk about if, it later. We have it, 66 it, questions to answer, if, but I'm just telling you. Didn't you, get the, if you didn't get the royal combination, then I just don't even know what to do with you anymore. I did. I did. And it was royally awful. Uh, this is from at Sagistees. Hey, are you sure you went to Shogun? Yeah, and the I mean the carpet. I well, mean, you could tell they hadn't changed the carpet since 1992. Okay, it I, is yeah, a charm. I mean, if that's what charm is, sheesh. Um, by the All Star break, how do you see this team performing, Jay? Uh, what what does that mean? Like I see them performing uh, before the All Star break. How do I see them performing? By the All Star break, how do you see this team performing? Like they are right now, Jay, that is there's about the worst answer you can cobble up. Um, do Taylor, do you have I another think, answer? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they'll lose another game until then. I think. I okay, think, here's think here's what Sean is getting 40, at, Jay. 40, 40 Jay, Jay, three. just Jay, stop talking, please. Okay, this is what Sean is. I think Sean is getting at that we'll probably have Robertson back by then, and a, a health. I mean, hopefully a healthy Thunder team. Like, what does that look like? Well, and Terrence Ferguson is... <laughs> what is going on? Jay, were you, were you pre-partying? No, I was oh, not. I'm just like, time at not the same here. time, it's like, okay, all of a sudden, like, the Thunder are number two in defensive rating. Like, what What can I say? Like, oh, I think they'll be number one in defensive <laughs> rating. Like, do you want if, if we want to talk about how this team will play, like, yeah, let's have this conversation, but... I, I, Jay, I don't like you so hard right now. Doesn't feel like that's where the question was leading me. And that I'm just is literally the question, though. That is the I, question. I think they will defend at a rate that you like. We've never seen from a Thunder team. I think they'll be without question the best defensive team in the league. I think offensively they'll look about what they look, just with pieces that um, have to figure. I think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve with Dre. Learning curve with Dre. Like I don't know what he's going to. Like, I don't know how he fits in offensively. Like, they're starting to find their groove with a guy that at least shoots with confidence, um, although he's not making them at the, the a great clip with Ferguson. But um, I don't know, man. I think there will be some of that. But whatever you lose in offense, if Dre's back to 100%, then you'll gain that and more on defense. It's a much better answer. At Robbie underscore Bennett. <laughs> Diallo is right-handed, correct? Why did he attempt a lefty windmill? Is that why he missed it so badly? Did he slip? How did he end up next to the sanction? Break it down for us, Taylor. Well, I think he's amphibious. <laughs> who said that? Who said amphibious? Because this is a reference <laughs> to a former podcast that we've done. Yes, but I think it's a, just a common stupid joke that people make about ambidextrous. I don't know. I don't know why you tried a left-hand windmill, um, but it was hilarious. And also later in that game, he went up for a layup and it slipped out of his hand too. So I think the real question is, why are his hands so sweaty? Do you think he should start using stick'em? Yeah, absolutely. I think he should use a. Are, are players allowed to like use gloves like wide receivers use? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Think are we sure right. though? I mean, I'm not totally sure. I guess we could look it up in the NBA rule book under the uh, the glove section, but. Um... I would say no. I've never even seen anybody try to wear a glove. I what, know. I think what advantage would a glove give you? Uh, sticky. Yeah. <laughs> Stick'em is illegal. Uh, yes. Uh, Dwight at, Howard. Do you remember what yeah, Dwight, Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard. 
<laughs> Zcot45. Uh, when does Burton start playing ahead of Felton? I realize he's a rookie, but he is much more active. He won't play over Felton. Felton's about to be benched because Russell's coming back. And Deontay does it Burton's look like not he's a- coming back tomorrow night? It does, but I don't want to guarantee anything. But Deontay Burton's not a point guard. Um, he's he's a wing uh, at best, and he's also a two-way G League wing. I love him so much, but he won't play over Ray Felton in any circumstance. Uh, this is from at Richards Bryce thirty five. What is the best version of T Ferg, and what type of player does he need to be when Dre comes back? Um, the best version of T Ferg is this defensive output, and then him shooting thirty between thirty four and forty percent from three. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's just got to, and he has been shooting better. And his percentages are starting to catch up a little bit, but those first whatever five games were so bad. I mean, his he was in uh, I, I don't even know what his percentiles were, but he's catching up now. Um, and I guess that's the best T Ferg you can have off the bench is someone to replace Robertson's off, uh, defensive output, and then someone who can hit threes with Abrinas and Patterson. Yeah, that's good. Uh, from at Momo Malady. On a scale of your choice, how happy are you with the KD Draymond drama? Jay. How happy am I? Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, thrilled. <laughs> like it's so <laughs> I, I, I brought this conversation up. Like I think it is telling i don't know i mean i don't know how far you want to go back into it but i don't particularly love doing that but if you looked at a the the last year that durant was here right like obviously there was space for um this kind of crap to take place right like (laughs) for I'm sorry, I'm stumbling to where I'm trying to go, but but like I'm just wondering, like was there the Thunder had to have thought, and I mentioned this to you guys, but the Thunder had to have thought with relative certainty that uh, that Durant was coming back because there would have been a like if it was hangover or it's a testament to the way the organization is run for Oklahoma City Thunder versus Golden State, but it's also because dude, this dude was here for ten years, and he really is like it's just affirming all of the crap that we felt where it's like oh, guess what. He's just a rental and and everybody knows it and even his own teammates now I know it, you know. So yeah. it makes me really happy. Like I love it. I hope this team implodes. That'd be fantastic. It would be in the way the way I've been feeling about it is like I'll get really happy and be like, Oh yeah, Commerce a B, huh? But then I'll think, Oh wait, they've won two championships. <laughs> it kind of worked out for everyone involved there for at least two years, you know? Right. And it's like that that was worth it then, wasn't it? Wasn't that the whole point? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're and, right. And they'll still probably win the title this year. Yeah. Probably. probably. So, I mean, but I do think Durant will leave. And I think that all this stuff, this is what a lot of Warriors reporters have been saying that have tons of information. I mean, you think that they've given a bunch of information out there through the athletic and whatnot. I mean, they have so much more. Like, they know so much more that they just can't share or won't share. And, I mean, this has been brewing. Like, it wasn't just, oh, man, they made a bad play at the end. Like, Draymond made a bad play at the end of the Clipper game, and everybody's mad at each other now. 
I mean, if it wasn't that game, it would have been the next game where they'd have the conflict. It would have been the next game. It was going to happen at some point. This had been brewing for a long time, and it just exploded. And now, can they keep it together in order to win the title at the end of the year? Probably. I mean, they're they're such a heavy favorite that it's going to take right. a massive amount of of just drama for them to not win at all because they've stacked the deck so much, especially with Boogie. And so they're probably going to win it, but I, th- I think that we're seeing the beginning of the end of the Warriors dynasty, which is just good for everybody. It's good for the league. It's good for every team that's not the Warriors. Uh, it's very it's exciting times, I feel like. Uh, next question from at JSNDVS. He needs an immediate KD for Paul George fake trade. Who says no? No. Um, I mean, I think at this point the Warriors say no. Yeah, why would they say yes? Well, like, they'll, they'll get out, it together enough. It came out that Durant was like, I'm not getting traded this year. Like, not happening. I'm not asking for a trade. Like, he didn't say that, but somebody in somebody's circle leaked something, you know? Well, why would you, why would you want to be traded when you're about to be a free agent and you can choose your destination and not have to mm-hmm. go through the... I mean, I mean, Paul George right. went to the Pacers and said, hey, you need to trade me because I'm leaving. You know, Kawhi Leonard basically did the same stuff. Like, hey, listen, trade me or I'm leaving. Kevin Durant's saying, listen, don't trade me because I'm leaving and I would like to go where I want to go. <laughs> you know, don't... Do not choose the destination for me. Because if there was... I mean, if he was open to being traded, I mean, the Warriors would... I mean, first of all, like, what could you even, I mean, imagine what they could get for Kevin Durant on the open market. I mean, it would be, the bidding war would be insane. Yeah, like Robert Covington and Dario Sarge. <laughs> Markel Fultz, maybe. Maybe. But also, also, it's like, of course, he's not requesting to be traded. If he no. just, like, if they can just figure it out enough to play with each other to win one more championship and he can leave anyway... Yeah. Why would why would he do, he can get one more championship and it seemed like he was going to leave before this season started anyway. I mean there were rumors about that before. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there were rumors that he would have left last summer. Yeah, yeah so. there was well, and you even look at like I think Zach Lowe is the one that talked about it is there was legitimate concern midway through the season that they already thought that last summer was going to be it, you know? Like that within the organization, not just like us thinking like like we matter, but like the actual organization thought, uh, we aren't very confident that he's staying. Mm-hmm. And they still won, right? So that's always helpful to remember, too. Yeah, I mean, and you I'm, have to have it in your head that they're going to win. I mean, they're just yeah. going to. I, I do want to just, like, I think you just kind of glanced over the uh, boogie cousins. Like, I, that's another, I'll believe it when I see it, if we're having that conversation. Believe what? Believe what Boogie can bring. I mean, he has to bring, what does he have to bring, like 20% of what he really is to for it to be a win for them? Yeah, God, what's the name of the, the damn center that's starting for them right now? Damian, uh, Jones. Damian Jones. Damian Jones. He's a rookie. All he has to do is be better than Damian Jones. True. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, he doesn't have to be the DeMarcus Cousins that we have known in the past. I mean, if he's even... He didn't have to do all that much to be and helpful. And think about, and think about 
how easy the game is going to be for him when he's the fifth best player on the floor. Like he doesn't, even if he is only 50% of the player he was, he can still produce more than the, um, I don't know, than how well he's playing because everything's going to be so spread out. He's going to be playing with Steph, with KD, with Clay, and with Draymond. That's so easy. You don't even have to be very good to be good with them. Right. At Ben Burke 10, is it wrong of me (laughs) to feel bad for Mello slash hope Houston is somehow worse with him gone? Uh, no, you're a great, you're a great man, Ben. At Austin, this is Austin Dean <laughs> at a Monkey Man O Peace. Big question here: Is his name Russell or Wussel? There seems to be many differing opinions amongst many every commentator. I'm literally so confused. Thanks. Uh, it's Russell at Shifty Five Fifty Five. Best retro basketball game besides. NBA Jam. I, I loved what, the game I played the most uh, basketball was on the Sega Dreamcast, mm-hmm. and it was like the it was the original uh, it was the original uh, NBA 2K when there was still NBA Live, and that was kind of the more popular one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a lot of NBA 2K. How fa- how far back is retro? Oh, true. I don't know. That was 2002. Yeah, that was... was 01. I was a big fan of NBA Live 2005. NBA Live 05. That counts because that's almost 15 years ago. Oh, gosh. I'm so old. You're so old. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, From the same at 55, 55. (laughs) 55. (laughs) What's that from? It's from Homestar Runner. Homestar Runner, yes. Good Lord, Homestar <laughs> Runner? That's funny. <laughs> In the long run, Luke loved Homestar Runner. And every time yeah, I go over to his house, he he would have <laughs> to show me the new one. Uh, In the long run, was it kind of good for this team to have to play without Westbrook for a few games? So it forced PG to take some more of the leadership role and allow Adams to show how dominant he can be. Uh, I I always pause to think that like those guys couldn't have figured it out without this. Like I think we saw from very early on in the season that Paul George is taking this team as his now, you know, and that's that's a relatively substantial change, um, especially from last year. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's I, I think these guys would have figured a lot of this out regardless of if KD or not KD, if Russ was there or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. It doesn't make me think anything different about how the season has played out. Yeah. And when you guys say Paul George, cause Andrew mentioned this on last week's pod too, that Paul George is making this team his, you're not saying this team is Paul George's team. It's still Russ's team, but Paul George is now taking ownership of being part like like he's seeing the Oklahoma City as, oh, this is my team. Like I'm a player on yeah, this yeah. team. I'm not just a. I might leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's, and I, I mean, I I think there there is something to it though, because Russell is so ball dominant that it does give other guys a chance, and even Dennis Schroeder to an extent to be comfortable with this squad. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think it does give them a chance to to mesh a little bit. And I mean. The starting unit 
with Schroeder instead of Russell has played so well together. And so I just think it's really encouraging. And I think that it gives this team overall more confidence to see that, oh, we can actually play well when Russell's on the bench. And not only yeah. like when he's like injured, but when he goes to the bench to rest, like we can actually keep our heads above water and actually do more than that. Uh, and so I think that it gives the team more confidence overall. I just think that the comfort level with Schroeder and the rest of this group is just, it, it's already at an advanced stage uh, today and it's only November 16th. I mean, we, I thought it would take some time to get him implemented, but I, I think that, you know, him playing more minutes and Russ being out has kind of expedited that a little bit. And so it'll, it'll take some time for him and Russell to be more comfortable together. Uh, I think you still need a larger sample of that. Uh, but I think overall, it's it's not the worst thing in the world. And it is good to see them beat up on lesser teams without your MVP. I mean, that's a, that's a huge thing. Uh, at Sean Cargill. So is PG's dead foot gone? Will it come back at his next shooting slump? <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> It'll come back as soon as he starts having two bad games in a row. He's going to announce quietly in a post-game interview, yeah, you know, my foot's kind of, that, that's that been coming back lately. Yeah, my foot died again. Yeah, Sorry, my guys. foot's dead again. That's why I'm not playing well. <laughs> yeah, he does have a way of announcing maladies when things aren't going well for him. Yep, and then when he's shooting well, <laughs> nothing's brought up. My foot is alive, baby. Yeah, that's um, why I'm playing better from temperature. <laughs> From Matt Dakari Sanchez. With the way the bench has been playing, is it safe to assume that this will be another trade deadline where Presti doesn't make a deal? We've already discussed this, Dakari. Thanks for asking. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Because I, I don't know that they... He asked about the buyout market, too. Uh, at this... I mean, it's it's so early. So, so early. But as long as they remain healthy, I don't see them going after a Corey Brewer ish player this time around i think they have a roster they trust a lot more at this point and they have young wings that they need to develop and hopefully they just don't jeremy lamb these guys and uh bench them for a Karan butler randy foy whoever uh i think that would I be a, a mistake question about that mm-hmm. if robertson comes back or can't come back or there's some kind of issue with him and let's say robertson never comes back Mm-hmm. Do you think they will go pick up a veteran like that to take minutes? Uh, I don't think I don't think they should. I think that you just but you have think to, they will. I think that they can take the long the longer view because they're not winning the title this year. Let's just what? say that they're not going. It's that will that will not happen. I'll and tell so, you what. With that attitude, you're right. Yeah, I'm totally right, and I'm I'm right whether my attitude's good or bad. Uh, I think that the development of guys like Ferguson, Diallo, Abrinas, Grant are way more important than trying to win any playoff series this season because you have your group. You have them all under contract. And so this season, I think, should be devoted to cohesion and development of these younger guys, mm-hmm. P- period. Don't Don't screw this up by going to get another Derek Fisher. Please don't. I really don't see them doing that. I sure hope they don't. I mean, in, in the past, too, I mean, the season that they got Karan Butler, I think that we would have said the same thing. Oh, they have Perry Jones and Jeremy Lamb. Why would they do this? 
no, 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 no. I, I promise. Not, I will go. I will go back to the tape. I promise you that we thought the same I'm thing tell, at the beginning of the season. Promise. What I am saying at the same time, like, is I absolutely believe that that these guys have already shown more <laughs> in their like minutes. Like, like, I think there was the reminder is that like there were weak, there were pretty glaring weaknesses in some of those teams. Um, that made it to where it's like, I guess we, you know, need a guy like Fisher or whatever, you know, like I I was, there were, but there were younger guys on the bench that they could have done a better job at developing. Like, I I mean, Jeremy Lamb, they could have done a better job at developing because he's a, he's a useful, he's a useful player now. Right. He plays for Charlotte. Like he plays a lot of minutes for Charlotte. He's not awful. Like he's useful. And the Thunder had him. And I, I don't think that they developed him well. Um, and so I just hope that they don't do the same thing. I just really don't, uh, and I don't think they will. I think that they they can they can take a little bit of a longer view with this with this group, and just pl- please just develop these guys at this point. And if if they play terrible, like if Ferguson regresses and plays like he did at the beginning of the season, then you're going to have to bench him, and then maybe you're put in a situation where you do need to go find somebody. But if he's playing like this, like you don't need to do that. But if somebody falls off a cliff where they are detrimental to your team, okay, that's where, okay, and maybe that happens. I mean, there's there's a chance that happens. But if everybody's playing like they are right now, there's no need for that. Uh, Tyler Beats 1, can you all do an ice cream scale to replace the fast food scale? Uh, hmm. Like ice cream place? Like mm-hmm. store? Yeah, stores. Hmm. Uh, have you guys been to Capitals yet? Oh yeah. What did you think? I loved it. It's good. It's good. I didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's good. I wasn't. I wasn't like, whoa, this is the best ice cream I've ever had. Like, it's pretty good. Hmm. I like it. What do you think about Roxy's? Mm. Uh, I'm. I Capitals over Roxy's easy. Not. Oh not, yeah, that's not easy, any. Easy. Not any question. Uh, Brahms, I know what you're going to say, Andrew. I should. Uh, Jay, where's Brahms on the ice cream scale? Brahms is like your Taco Bell. Like it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's uh, good. It's solid. It's, it's it's just you know you don't. If I had my choice of many other ice cream places, I wouldn't go to uh, Taco Bell Brahms. What's the number one the ice cream place? Andy's, baby. Come on. It's so good. Is that ice cream though? It's frozen it's custard. Frozen custard. It's, I mean, it's the same thing, marketed differently. Uh, he wants to do the ice cream scale to replace the fast food scale for the current starting five. Play without Russell. Oh God. He has his scale: one Andy's, two Brahms, three Bluebell, uh, Ben and Jerry's, and the McDonald's ice cream. Uh, it's a Brahms then. The starting five without Russ has been a Brahms. You think it's been a one? Uh, I, I mean, could they play much better? No, you're probably right. They probably couldn't play better. But okay, I guess if you're if you're grading Russ. them with Russ out, then it's Andy's. Total Andy's. Total pumpkin pie concrete. Total apple pie concrete. Yeah, what, what we were talking about this this morning. What would, what was the one you just saw that you were like, uh? Oh, the butter pecan. Oh, butter Butters. pecan. Ooh, baby. 
It's delish. Uh, at Jeremy Davison 5, which teams in the West would you confidently pick in a series against Toronto, Milwaukee, Philly, Boston? Which team in the West? Mm-hmm. Read, read the question again. I'm sorry. Which teams in the West would you confidently pick in a series against the best four in the East, basically? Mm. Golden State. Duh. Who else? Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, the question is really like: Are there? Is there anybody besides Golden State that's better than those teams? I don't think Boston's as good as advertised. I don't think Philly. I mean, did Philly you see what they did tonight? A whole lot. Boston uh, beat, beat the Raptors tonight in overtime, and they looked good. Actually, they looked pretty good. Their offense looked a lot better. Well, good for them. They have like all the best players in the league. <laughs> they do have a lot of really good players. Wow, <laughs> they should be better than eight and six. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm not impressed with like a mediocre start and then playing good in one game. Hmm. Um. All right, all right. I think we're. I, I think if Russ and Robertson are healthy, I think it's us. And I think that the I think the Rockets would. I think the Rockets are going to end up being way better than 500 obviously i bet the yeah. rockets still end up top four um, i think it's i think it i i agree with that i think it's warriors rockets and then probably thunder yeah i think the thunder team can compete with those teams i really do oh yeah i think so too talent wise they match up with they at least match up with all those guys right mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, mm. this is from at steven adams son one who won the Jimmy Butler trade? Uh, the internet won the Jimmy Butler trade because we don't have to talk about a potential ah. Jimmy Butler trade anymore. You know who didn't win the Jimmy Butler trade? Jimmy Butler. I think people don't like him anymore. He was, he was he, great tonight, by the way. He made himself unlikable. It's true. He's a very unlikable person now. And I think yeah. that's the opposite of what he was one year ago today. I think people really respected and appreciated him and mm-hmm. thought, wow, this was a guy who worked his way up all the way to being like a second tier NBA player. And now he's over, now he's overdone it. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I mean, I think the Sixers win it just because you get the best player in the trade. I just don't, yeah. I mean, if you're evaluating the actual trade, I think it's, I think it's the Sixers. The Wolves may win a few games here and there, but they're not making the playoffs and, you know, Robert Covington's good, but he's only good in the context of a good team. Uh, Dario Saric, I, I don't really know what to think of him. I think he's a decent starter, uh, but if he's coming off the bench for you, I mean, that's fine. I don't know. I don't I don't love it for the Wolves. I, I hate they didn't get a first-round pick. I hate they didn't get a blue-chip guy. Uh, so I think it's easily goes to the Sixers. They didn't have to give up any first-round picks to get him. Well, that's, yeah. It's a clear win. And don't you think of them as more of a contender now than you did before? Without a doubt. Yeah, they won. Yeah. Uh, at Jonathan TFV, any use for TLC, or is it better to try to trade him for a shooter like Corver or JR? Uh, th- they're not going to be able to trade TLC for any value. I mean, he didn't have <laughs> value. Um, he may you may fetch a second-round pick to like send him to the Grizzlies for like a fake second round pick just so he's not on your roster anymore or so that he can go maybe get minutes somewhere. Uh, but he's, I mean, if he's not playing for the Thunder who don't have, I mean, 
we love Hamadou Diallo and we love Terrence Ferguson and we love Alex Sabrinas, but to be honest, like those, like they don't play like above average wings in this mm-hmm. league. You know, the bar is really low for us Thunder fans in like enjoying a wing or like a thinking a wing is good, right? Like it doesn't take much. Like, oh man, like Terrence Ferguson really defended well tonight. Like he moved his feet well on those on those fighting over those screens. Wow. Okay, well, like he's not like some superstar wing, you know. And if TLC can't play above those guys, like TLC, like TLC is just not any good. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I mean, he got his fourth year option declined. I mean, maybe you could talk the Cavs into like TLC, a second round pick for Kyle Korver if they can find no other destination, or if he's just like buy me out and they're like, no, 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 please, like wait, and nobody else is offering anything. Then, like maybe, and they could absorb Kyle Korver into um, the trade exception, the mellow trade exception. But also, I just don't know where Korver plays on this team. I mean, the team values defense so much, and then you're going to trade for Kyle Korver. Like, I just don't. I don't see it. I like Kyle Korver. He's awesome. Uh, he's also super old, and so I'm not sure that he. I'm not sure that Thunder have interest in trading for him. Uh, yeah, and you have to pass to Korver. Like, Corver's not doing much to... You have to run, like, action for Corver for him to be, be valuable for you now. Mm-hmm. And I just can't see this team making enough room to run action for Corver. You know? Yeah. You're already playing Alex Sabrinas, and it took him two years to get playing time because the, he had to learn to play defense. I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to wait till Corver's 40 for him to play so that yeah. Billy can teach him how to play defense. I mean, that he's just not going to play. He wouldn't play. Yeah. For the, I don't know how much he played for the Thunder. Um, even though I think that he, I'll say this, he should, if the Thunder had a chance to trade for him, one, they should trade for him and they should play him despite the defensive, um, you know, limitations that he has because the Thunder just desperately needs shooting. Um, but I'm just saying like the mentality of the Thunder, uh, says otherwise, uh, from at echelon copy, what are the chances that Golden State's pitch to keep Durant involves them unloading Draymond Green? I know it's a long shot, but all of the big name guys on that team, he seems to be the most expendable. Yeah, I mean, hmm. Lowe and Kellerman talked a little bit about this. Um, I mean, I, I don't see... Draymond, I don't know. I think that drop. I mean, obviously losing Kevin Durant is <laughs> the most significant loss, but man, losing Dre isn't something that just is. Oh, you know. Oh well, you know. Like that's that matters. Totally uh, does. Totally so I don't know. Does. I don't. I don't see them just bailing on him that quickly. I think maybe if they get to the end of the season, they win the title. Kevin Durant says, "Hey, listen, I'm leaving unless this dude's out of here." And then maybe they trade him. Yeah, that's the thing. You'd have to get Kevin Durant to actually tell you, if you trade Draymond, I will resign. Right. Right. Because otherwise, like, what are you? I mean, what are you really getting for Draymond Green? Like, maybe you get some young assets. Uh, that's not what you want if you have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson on your team. Yeah. Like, you'd rather just have Draymond. Uh, from Echelon Copy again. Apart from coming back to OKC and winning the franchise's first title, what can Kevin Durant do to save his legacy? Are there any options for him, really? Yeah, go to New York or come to OKC. Those are his options to save his mm-hmm. legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, from at Smooth P27. I know we're 10 games in, but what team would be the worst playoff matchup for us? Uh, Golden State Warriors. From at Instin00. <laughs> 
In the light of Jimmer Fredette scoring 75 points in a game in China, do you believe Mike, Michael Cage when he says he could average 40 points a game in China? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no, not a chance. At the underscore Sternlich, is Westbrook going to single-handedly ruin Schroeder's six-man-of-the-year campaign? Jay. No. I mean, is it basically just because he'll play too much in the starting position? Yes. Uh, no. Uh, from at the tweets of Todd, is this the most chemistry top to bottom Thunder have ever had? Yes. I think the only year that I could look back and say it was close was uh, probably the 2012, you know, like the best teams they had where it was Harden and Nick was great. Even Perkins was, you know, unplayable in the finals, but he was good throughout most of the season as far as chemistry. Um I think yeah. a 2013 team, the post hard Was that trade. the Kevin Harden or the Kevin, Kevin one? Yeah. I think that team yeah, had I would incredible chemistry. I mean, they yeah. rolled over everybody. They had the best point differential in Thunder history. Uh, I think they were considered to be the best team in the NBA, really, for large parts of that season. I would say that one. I just need to see more from this team before I can say it. They played well, but I just need to see more. Yeah. You know what's weird about that 2013 team? Because I was thinking about them, and I went back and looked at their roster. If you go back and look at the roster now, it's hard to make sense of why they were so good. Because now you go back to that roster, and you're like, well, this guy, this guy, this guy. But they all just worked out well. Like Even Fisher was a solid backup point guard. He was really frustrating, mm-hmm. but he he really helped that team so much. The beat was and, good uh, for them that season. The I mean, beat had, was good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they – and also, I mean, the league was so different. Right, too. totally. I mean, they didn't like, – I mean, probably half the threes were taken. Well, that, that year was when Tabo was actually good at shooting threes, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. the year he shot well, 40%? Yeah, we yep. probably took two a game. Yeah. Two. Um, tweets of Todd is this the happiest we've seen Russell Westbrook uh, no when he became a dad uh, from at 013 Condor it's been a long time since we've seen Andre Robertson play I'm starting to forget how great he was on defense can you articulate the difference between his defense and what Ferg has been able to do so far this year uh, when's he expected to be on the court uh, he's expected to be on the court mid-December to early January so I would expect it to be in January just uh, for your own heart and soul. Just uh, just expect that. And if he comes back earlier, uh, it'll be awesome. But as far as like the differences between he and Ferg, it's, it's size, it's knowledge, it's experience, athleticism. Uh, Dre is just a, a better defender in almost any way that you can articulate. <laughs> he is like, I mean, if you could put Ferg on steroids and beef him up and he could grow taller and bigger and better at defense in every way that's under <laughs> robertson <laughs> i mean i mean ferg is good like ferg is a good defender um and a solid team defender but in dre you're talking about a guy that is the def- a defensive player of the year candidate when he's healthy and a guy that can completely change your defense uh which is crazy to think about this is why i if if he's healthy, the Thunder will have the number one defense in the NBA period. No one will yeah. be better. Not one team will be better. Uh, because the difference between Ferg and Robertson is massive Yeah, uh, on the defensive end. And Ferg is good. And so that tells you how good Andre Robertson is. 
I think I like to compare his effect on the team to Rudy Gobert's effect on the Jazz, and yeah. then and then say Rudy Gobert is the center and Andre Robertson is the shooting guard on the team. That's how good of a defender he is. That he's a perimeter defender and he affects the he affects the entire team's defense in the same way that Rudy Gobert does as mm-hmm. a center. Yeah. At J S N D great analysis, man. B S. Will the Thunder ever change the dragnet drop for when the opposing player fouls? If so, could you think of a better drop for them? Alternate question. Do you think any player in the NBA even knows what the reference to the TV the reference to that TV show? I don't think anybody knows that, that it's dragnet. I don't think any player could answer that. Also, the Thunder don't change anything in like the in game stuff and it's I think they want to establish tradition, but it's almost like, okay, it wasn't cool to begin with. I'm not sure how you can make it cool. It's not just by sticking with it. Um, yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I don't have an alternative because I'm literally as tired as I've been. <laughs> so late. <laughs> okay, we're going to power through this. At How many we have left? Like a billion at Thunder <laughs> underscore bus underscore pod. How bad do you want the franchise to do a rebrand based on the new city jerseys? I don't think they should do a full rebrand, but I really like the jerseys at Thunder score Thunder underscore <laughs> Thunder score at Thunder underscore bus underscore pod with the current version of the Thunder without Russ and Andre make the playoffs. Maybe, but probably not at Dell Chamber six. How good can Hamadou be? I feel like he has all the tools to be something really special in four years. Kawhi, same body type, and even more athleticism. Jay? Uh, please, no, he will not be Kawhi. Uh, Hamadou will be, I think he could be a starting level two guard. Yeah, I think that's fair. At JPOSU, is Steven Adams playing too many minutes? 33.5 minutes per game, despite many of the games thus far in not being very close seems quite high, especially given that OKC has a, a very capable backup in Noel Taylor. No. Why is that too many minutes? 33 and a half is not that many minutes. That's the end of my quote. That's end. Okay. I see his point that it would be nice to see him lower than that, but also Steven Adams is one thing that's making this team so good uh, on both ends. Yeah, he is the highest net net uh, net rating right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's amazing. At JT Blount two, will LeBron eventually be the NBA all time leading scorer? I think he will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy to think about. Like LeBron, I mean, Jay, you were saying this in a text thread last night. Which was that last night or like yeah. two weeks yeah, it's, ago? It's, I think um, it was a month ago, but yeah. <laughs> uh, LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty so I've been watching that basketball love story and I can man with about as much confidence as I can muster I I just think he's the best there's ever been, man. Yeah, he's yeah. And and he we're going to look at like the record books and see like his assists and his block and his steals and his point numbers and you're just going to be like what? He did that? And yeah. if he is like the all-time leading scorer that's in the the starters were talking about this. That's not, I mean, like LeBron is not known as a score, right? He's known as like this all around guy, but if he has the most points ever, I mean, that's, 
That's just crazy impressive. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, quick correction. Nerland's Noel has the highest net rating. It's a plus 42 right now. Holy moly. <laughs> but he's played uh, half the minutes that Stephen yeah. Adams has. Hmm. At Jake underscore Aland. <laughs> Thoughts on the new city uniforms in action? Love the jersey, but I thought the bright orange sleeves were a little much. Taylor, um, wh- what did we? Do? What what city jerseys? They're the the Native, Native American. American theme. Oh yeah, I don't like those, but I'm in the un- like I'm in the very small group that doesn't like them, so I feel weird talking about it because I think I might be wrong if everyone else likes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're wrong. They're, I, I, I love. I them. like them. Yeah, a lot. They look um, a little childish to me. I loved everything. <laughs> Looks like a child designed them. I love them. I love the orange sleeves. I loved everything about them. And maybe it was just because the game was so fun that like I liked everything that was happening on my right. TV. Um, but it was great. Uh, at Jason underscore Broyles, is this the best Thunder team ever assembled from starting five to the end of the bench? I know it's an easy answer because Kyle Singler is gone and Melo can't get anyone else sick. But still, please discuss. I mean, it's... It's unfortunate that we do have to discuss it, but I think that 2012 team still, where you had Russ, KD, Ibaka, and James Harden. Man, yeah. Perk was good back then too. And like Perk he was couldn't actually play good. against some teams, but he was he was good when you played against teams that had big men. Yeah, Tabo was on that team, and Tabo was really freaking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's I mean it's a little early. I mean, it's real. It's November. I mean, it's it's as early as it can get. Right. Like, it's a little early for me to be that excited about let's this ask this. Let's ask this question again in March. But I, I, I do like the the how this roster is put together. Yeah. Um, I really do. Like, I think they they've got more potential guys than they've had uh, in a long time. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, so yeah like, don't forget about Daquan Cook too, please. That's right. Remember when like they had like the Reggie Perry Jones and Jeremy Lamb at the end of the bench, and like we were always excited for the Thunder to have a blowout win, so we could see those three guys get out on the court. Mm-hmm. And there's like the Thunder have young guys where that's fun again to see them in a blowout win. So it's it's similar in that way to those teams, but um, when you have I mean, really, when you have Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook on the same team, I mean, it's really hard to pick another right. Thunder team over them. I mean, it's I, it's unfortunate, but I just think that that's kind of where we're at. Just that, I mean, you just say those two names, and like that's that's kind of the end of the of the statement. Uh, Matthew C seventy six seventy three. No, we're only fourteen games in, but what's a realistic playoff seating expectation for this team? Uh, I think two through four is realistic. I think they'll be, I think they'll have home court advantage again in the first round, and just depending on you know health and things like that, I think they'll be the two through the four seed. Yep. Uh, from Am Jump Shot, potential sides at barbecue, baked beans, okra, mac and cheese, corn. Or chips and dip. You can only pick two. What you got? I always go with okra and baked beans. 
Yeah, that would be mine too. Mac, mac and cheese is uh, close. Mm-hmm. The mac and cheese has to be good. Like you can have bad mac and cheese at a, at barbecue. So, yeah, okra and beans are always good. It's hard to screw those up. Yeah, it is. It's possible, but it's very difficult. I also love a good corn on the cob at Midnight Ross. Would you rather the Thunder fall short of the championship but be able to listen to your favorite Thunder podcasts and analysts or have the Thunder win it all but only to be able to listen to Bill Simmons and Colin Cowherd, <laughs> Cowherds of the world, bash our championship team? I'll take the championship because when I'm 60, I won't give a crap about Bill Simmons or Colin Cowherd, but I will care that I, the team I supported got a championship. I think what he, I mean, I think there is something to this. Like, en- like enjoying the sport is one thing, but there's also like a, a large level of enjoyment that I get out of listening to my favorite analysts talk about my favorite team. You know what I mean? I mean, enough to where you would consider sacrificing a championship for that team? I mean, we're also talking, not only talking about a championship, but having to listen to Bill Simmons and Colin Cowherd. Yeah, does it say you have to listen, or if you if you choose to listen, those are the only two you can listen to? Because that's a different, that's a free will, man. Don't forget, we were made with free will. True. I'm choosing the championship and free will. At yeah. M. Lynch 115. I'm having more fun this year than last year. Would you, would Andrew agree? I agree. At Nick Div <laughs> Z. Is there any way to wedge in more time for Nerland's Noel? Uh, I think he's playing a fine amount. Do you guys disagree? Yeah, give him yeah. edgy. It kind of goes back to that question you had about uh, Stephen Adams. Like, I, there's not one part of me that I watch. I'm like, man, I could really use a few more well minutes. You know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with watching Steven dominate. God, how nice of it! How nice is it that Nerlens plays like this, and he only has to play 15 minutes? Like, when have we ever had that luxury? Uh, never, never. Well, Stephen Adams was the backup for Perk, maybe. That's yeah. true, but the but Stephen Adams as your that's, starter and Nerlens as the, the backup answer. is way better. It's oh, way, yeah. it is way better. I mean, Stephen Adams. I mean, I mean, Perk was good in his day, but he never sniffed the level of player that Adams is. Yeah. Nope. From at Austin Walsh, would this time without Westbrook and Robertson actually help the Thunder come playoffs? I don't know that it helps them, but it's nice to see that they're playing good. Uh, from at Shannon Blake 94, you win a contest, and because you won, you get a day with Russell Westbrook to do whatever you'd like. What do you do with Russ? Mm. I, d- I don't take that. That makes me so nervous, and I think it would like just be super awkward and not fun. Because Russ wouldn't want to do that. I'd just be like, well, Russ, what do you want to do? He'll be like, I want to go home to my damn baby. I want you to not be around me. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Russ is such a he's such a strange guy. I feel like the time, if you did spend time with him, it would be just so awkward. I think it would just be just like devastatingly awkward. God, and uncomfortable for him and awkward for him too. Oh, think of, like, put yourself in in that position. 
and you have to hang out with someone who's like different than you, very different than you. Forced and he just, time. and he's a fan of you and you don't know him, but that person feels like they know you. Okay. Here's That's what terrible. you do. No, no, no. I've got this. I've got this. You have to put yourselves in a like team building slash potentially dangerous situation. And so here's what I would do. I would go skydiving with Russell Westbrook. This where, feels like deja vu. Have we talked about this? Uh, I think we have. and But not in this way, but in a different way. Okay. okay. But it would have to be like going to a ropes course with Russell Westbrook. Going skydiving with Russell Westbrook. Because then you could actually make some memories with Russell. And you're not like just like chilling, going to eat ice cream and watching yeah. movies or whatever. I think like... I'm going to go skydiving tandem with Russell Westbrook. I think. Are you on the front or the back? uh, (laughs) From at JT Blount (laughs) 2. What are the chances the Warriors completely break up after this year? Katie leaves. Clay goes to LA. Draymond goes to the WWE. Steph takes up professional (laughs) mouthpiece darts. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Clay's going to resign. I think Draymond stays. I think KD leaves, and I think that we have a balanced NBA. The Warriors should still be good, but not that good. KD will do whatever he does, and we'll have five or six teams that could win a championship, and we'll all be so excited, and our yes. podcast will be even better. At Trust the Void, so we're almost done. I promise we're almost done. At Trust the Void, would you rather have a late round protected first round pick in four years and save clay bennett a lot of money versus having dennis Schroeder on the team danny from oakland uh <laughs> 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 oh gosh i mean danny larue just he just he just cannot get out of his own way when it comes to analyzing the thunder and uh dennis Schroeder. Uh, i almost feel bad for him it's just getting kind of sad at pepsi united do you think that Golden State drama could negatively impact their playoff run this season? I mean, it's half a year from now. No one may no one may not even remember that in May and June. I don't think it impacts them. I think they win the title and then I think things change from there. Any any thoughts different than that? No, I, I mean it's I if you're betting, I mean not that you have any sort of incentive to bet for the Warriors since it's I mean, I think you have to pay the the house if you win you definitely throw money <laughs> you definitely throw your money on the warriors like come on they'll figure it out winning is more important than their personal beef between one another yeah uh from at skeet denims huh. how, come, how come the lame stream nba twitter is not talking about okc yet because okc isn't cool to talk about for those people Everyone hates Oklahoma City. And I know I sound like I think the Spurs, uh, they only get talked about positively when they're like winning championships. But they're kind of in the same boat. Um, Who else is in that boat? I don't know. It's cool to talk about Memphis. It's cool to talk about the Bucks. OKC is just not fun for them to talk about for some reason. It's true. Blazers aren't cool to talk about either. No, that's true, too. That's very true. Blazers got beat by uh, Minnesota tonight. Minnesota has been playing well since Jimmy's gone. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that'll last uh, another week or so. Yeah, it won't last. Last question, believe it or not, and then we can all go to bed. From at Bird Terrifier, which is a 
great Twitter handle. <laughs> uh, how is it possible that Ferg looks even skinnier in the city jerseys? Mm, color, I think. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We read all your questions because we appreciate you. Um, it's something that we've never, we haven't done really is read every single question. Those 66 questions from you guys. Oh, Much appreciated. Solid. We're just making up. <laughs> what do you say? He said that was something. That was something. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We are sorry that this morning uh, messed up all my fault so uh sorry but we are giving you just a ridiculous amount of content now so enjoy your weekend all we'll the talk- content you could never want yeah right. ridiculous being the keyword yeah talk to you again uh monday with michele uh after the thunder play phoenix for the 50th time this season <laughs> how is that happening i don't know <laughs> all their games have been against phoenix <laughs> <laughs>